Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody, as you know, we've partnered with the social media platform Go Wild. To combat mainstream social media censorship, Go Wild was built by outdoorsmen and women and hunters and anglers just like all of us. It is a free social community. Uh, not only are your photos not censored there, they're actually encouraged. You can find myself and Greg and the OKS Hunter page on Go Wild, and we encourage you to engage with us. Uh, when you do that and you invite some friends, you're actually going to get some points for things like sharing your trophies and photos, uh, gear reviews, and inviting those friends and so forth. And as you earn those points, you unlock some pretty great rewards, uh, things like gift cards, free swag, knives, some pretty big discounts on well-known brands like Garmin, and Vortex, and plenty more. Oh, and if you create a free account, you can unlock $10 for just trying it out. So visit DownloadGoWild.com to get started. This is the OKS Hunter Podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks, because that's just me with the freezer. It's your tag, you hunt how you want. This is OKS Hunter. Welcome to the show, everybody. <clears throat> You're listening to the OK Center podcast. Coming at you from the OK Center podcast studio, where we keep things pretty okay, and it's cold in here. I can see Derek's nipples. Like, wow, that just got yeah. personal. <laughs> I think we're gonna go That's what you were looking at. I thought you were looking at the beers. <laughs> yeah, he was staring at your chest. Fucker. <laughs> uh, we are brought to you by, you know, Bill's got to be like, unfortunately, these jackasses <laughs> keep talking about my brand, Spartan Forge. Uh, head over to SpartanForge.ai. Alpha India. The topography of of Derek's Mountain (laughs) and the cleavage of that valley. That's enough. Uh, Use code. You just got weird. OHP for twenty five percent off. Um, What's I gonna say about? I don't know. You got. You were staring at his chest, and you just got. He's putting it in my face. If they weren't so big, it wouldn't have happened. You know. Jesus. Um, You know, but someone just Turn on wrong. facebook just someone in the shooter buck club was saying oh you know i love studying uh satellite imagery i'm like oh well did you know that spartan forge has a uav feature of satellite like not satellite imagery like aerial imagery i struggled this with, with he, he just week. said that and looked at your chest again. <clears throat> i just i can't help it <laughs> my eyes are up here says derek <laughs> 
I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Stuart, cheers. I think we forgot to cheers because I got yeah, too weird. Yeah, we, you got way weird. Thanks, weird uh, me. Drop Time Spirit. Let me know what you think. Have you had the Drop Time Spirits before? Welcome it's to good. the club. That's yeah. a wow, Greg Port, a good one. Did you put in there a Rufalin? <laughs> Rufalin? <laughs> <laughs> Rufalin? What the hell is a Rufalin? What you call them Rufalin. Now I'm nervous that he just brought that up right. after looking at yeah, my chest. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. I'm <laughs> so not a raper. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. We got a guest with us, Adam <laughs> Kaufman with laugh. Free to Prowl. How do you feel about being here right now? Is I'm it's getting it so weirder far. by the yeah. second? I thought you were going to like bail off. Yeah, we're well, like going to wade into the water real nice. That was a drop off that you didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, by the way, that was laid back, so I'm, so I'm happy. <laughs> That's good. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. So I know you like came from Manitowoc, but like you kind of came from all over the place. Really, you've been traveling. So let's just hold on a second. I'm sorry. Back it up. Adam Kaufman, Free to Prowl. Uh, we met on a collectively, I don't know, podcast party or something yeah. like that. Like it wasn't like a party that we were physically at. We were on like a joint podcast. Yeah, yep. we were both guests on. I think the SmackDown. SmackDown was Doug. Yeah. Yep, Doug. Yeah, you're giving him a run for his money with your beard. <laughs> uh, he's beating me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I he beats everybody just with it his up beard. today for the camera. So <laughs> his logo has a beard, or it did. Yeah. I think he changed it. Anyway, his logo is his beard. Yeah. So we met then, and and that was like uh well, august or something or yeah, right before, before i was that? getting ready to pull the plug and you were just getting ready to pull the plug on like moving in your truck so it's funny i have a neighbor that's like a block away who's his kids he's an empty nester now and he's like eric i'm gonna be doing that before he knew about you i was like dude you gotta tune in on tuesday because we have someone on that's doing exactly what you're gonna try to do because he wants to travel to alaska and sleep in his truck and his wife's like why the hell do we want to do that um but you know that's what he wants to do because it's cool man Everybody wants to travel in a van down by the river. I prefer the minivan, to be honest. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did live that minivan life for a minute there. Yeah. It's pretty good. So, Still there. tell me, uh, were you just by Matt uh, Strime with uh, Weathered Oaks? Yes, sir. Did you do some turkey hunting or what? Yeah, me and him, uh, we teamed up last year and uh, did a, did some turkey hunting, had fun, did some fishing together, came out with a, a free-to-pro call. Um, he did some custom free-to-pro calls this year. Uh, they turned out awesome. They sound great. So thank you very much, Matt. Um, but yeah, we teamed up and did some turkey hunting earlier this year. Uh, first year, first period. And uh, yeah, it, was, it was. What zone? Um, around here. Okay. Zone, what is this zone two? Two. Yep. yep. I'm glad someone else knows. I was asking because I didn't know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one that's hard to get tags for. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that one. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was touch and go. We had some action, but um, just wasn't able to make it work so so it's matt's fault no no i'm just kidding no he, he's, we, he's not, not, really not really what normally happens matt is it, the camera's bad luck i mean it just is because i do i videography my hunts and i have a youtube channel and stuff like that so want to get matt on there and we want to do some content together and we struck out the last of two course years. that's when it doesn't work out right, right. <laughs> like whenever you're trying to put it together nice so. yeah yep that's so. how the cookie crumbles, as they say, huh? Yes. That is a sweet strutter shirt you got there. Is that one of yours for you, yeah. Paul? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did That's you? Excellent. How did you? Like did it. you design that? Yep. With a pencil or what? No, I uh, I downloaded some uh, vector files and basically um, whited or trans turned the white into transparent and then colored the head and figured it was a. That's was, slick. I yeah, like it was, that. It was great. That's cool. That's not common. That one. Yeah. Good job. Are I you selling? Some, I got some. Yeah, I got some custom 
stuff out there. I was going to bring you guys t-shirts and yeah, but we don't have anything here. So I don't it, have anything. It did to not, yeah. Bed. It didn't, didn't work out, but they're still coming. So cool. Sweet. That's cool. Yeah. So Greg, how, are you doing more turkey hunting still? Do you have like two periods? No, you don't. I you. don't. You have a period. <laughs> You're getting weird with this shit. Again. I'm not. No, I really wasn't. Eric's having his period. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's why was, yeah, it was very emotional. It's okay. Looking at your man glands. It's fine. <laughs> Just trying to study his body, you know, trying to figure out what's going on with estrogen you got around such here. such a naughty body. <laughs> You tell a guy you went for a run, and all of a sudden he's, he's checking he's out checking everything. everything out. He's like, sure, my legs yeah. hurt. I'm like, all right, I can outrun him now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to outrun the bear; just your slowest one. Yeah. So back on track. Um, I my next shot at turkey hunting is going to be with a camera with you. So hopefully we don't have the same jinx. But I'm going to follow you around with a camera, and we're going to get your OKS moments live on film oh, it'll be a, a plenty yeah uh, yeah when i filmed the crick that last time <laughs> you did pretty good you you kind of recovered across. well yeah yeah it, it wasn't the leg that i thought was gonna go in you know i was leaning on this one the back one gave out what are you a tripod <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bi- i'm a bipedal the more you can diversify your weight the yeah better you are on it. spread that out spread that out josh uh from lizard hill what's up buddy hey fbm main hello i was thinking about him people. the other day yeah. i want a deadhead buck this spring yeah and I got like just a little bit left on there. I was like, gosh, you would know what to do to get this one. No, you should message him. I should. You're not on TikTok. No, I'm not. He's, I think he's also on Instagram. He's, he's on Gram. He's on the Gram. Yeah. All right. Uh, so my neighbor, I was saying offline, is looking to like get a truck and turn it into uh, you know, a mobile to travel to the it's country. It's a labor of love doing it, converting it. What are some of the... What's your setup? Yeah, what yeah. let's got? talk about the setup first. Uh, Did you just ha- copy Sam Soho like 100% and get a van like with a no, Quigley? No, I... Uh, so I worked in the construction industry, marine construction industry, actually. So I always had a pickup truck and I ended up recently, before I made this move, buying a, a 2016 F-150 um, EcoBoost six-cylinder, which I wanted made that decision, but it, <laughs> there weren't any really plan, plans to do this, right? As a really nice i think that's a sunroof, truck I have, yeah. sunroof on it but yeah it's just the smaller eco boost so it's just a good on gas that eh, when you yeah. got it all loaded down for <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i had the 14 eco boost and my buddy bechtel had the v8 and his was getting better mileage than my eco boost i'm really? sure you feel oh i, I was kind of pissed uh, yeah and i've uh well my trip started this year which we can get into started with me putting two brand new turbos in and uh Camping oh camping god all right well, well yeah we'll get to that part but yeah so uh made the decision to basically it was like two-year plan i started getting rid of stuff um i ultimately sold my harley which was my biggest decision once i told everybody that was gone it was you were it was hot go, committed it was go time yeah so ditched uh i still had student loans ditched a bunch of debt sold my stuff got rid of toys just downsized to fill the six i think at the end filled a six yard dumpster full of just stuff i had bought and not used and didn't think i was going to use and moved stuff to storage and built the truck out and here we are shit got real yeah no regrets not even one letter um no 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 regrets but i was really nervous going into it big Um, leap man yeah when i was like cleaning out of my house or cleaning out of my rental at one point where you're like what the f am i doing i was getting ready to go to montana for Till I put an elk down and uh, was really like nervous. Left in the middle of the night and drove all the way there, and then probably couldn't sleep for shit. Oh uh, yeah, it was, what it a was great bad. feeling! <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like that's a that's a level of like 
nervousness and excitement and that makes a concoction of like all right yeah it was it, it was i don't know i still can't believe i did it i mean it's uh it was quite the leap and i'm not regretting it i just have to you just have to make the decision to live a little bit more efficiently a little bit different um you know i yes i quit my job but i still do some work on the side i do some carpentry work you actually know um, how to do stuff around like yeah. you could probably finish this for me you want to get a I, job I, Doug? Yeah. I, definitely, I definitely i need could. some trim yeah Ah, that sounded weird too. <laughs> Damn it! You're hey, weird. Holly. <laughs> Just talk hey, about girl, the, I'm hey. talking about the room, okay? <laughs> so when you went out to Montana, <laughs> you just sold all your shit or threw it away. Back on then track. you you went out to Montana. Were you meeting somebody out there? Or did you have no. like? Well, I had a couple of buddies solo? who were going to meet me throughout the trip. Um, met some guys in Colorado after I was done in Montana for some elk and uh, mule deer. I had some guys come out week two of archery season and then week three. And after that, I spent pretty much the whole time by myself. Wow. That's cool. How was that? Like, what did that feel like? Did you great. feel like uh, Chris McKendall's Alex Supertramp from uh, Into the Wild? <laughs> uh, did you give yourself a new name? I, I think I had a little more knowledge going into it. Yeah, he was a bit of a, yeah. Yeah. He was a wild Stay card. Stay wary of old yeah. school buses. <laughs> but I, mean, I, from those. I had some hiccups. I definitely had some hiccups. I, uh, I went in for an overnight one night and, uh, well, unexpectedly, I didn't, it took a lot longer to get back into this one spot, ended up seeing an elk right where I camped, had, didn't have camping gear, didn't have really overnight food, then hiked out the next day, ended up, I don't, I, I still think it was just like a blood sugar food thing, but I ended up like driving down Hypoglycemic or something? Uh, yeah, just didn't have enough energy in me and blacked out coming down the mountain, hit, hit, a gar- hit bounced off a guardrail. And then like came to and then pulled over and like Holy shit. pounded some calories. That's scary. Yeah, it was. You didn't even know what happened probably. So you're like, I no, just like felt it. And I was like, could have been really bad. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of learning that goes in it. The whole Western hunting thing and elk hunting in general is obviously demanding as being a flatlander like we are. Right. And had you elk hunted previous to this? So like your first dip into elk hunting is like. Everything's got him in a truck, and I'm going to like. I'm going like, to do this, yeah. man. It's gotta that was got, like a I got lot. Four at once. months to make it happen. <laughs> well, gotta, yeah, that's what I figured. I yeah. figured, you know, I mean, it all kind of started. I put together this list. Uh, I still have it, and I'm checking stuff off. But I, I put together this list when I started. Not like a bucket list. Kind of, yeah, okay. like a like a hunting. What I want to do, right? Um, mm-hmm. One of those things on there was spend. Excuse me, spend all September elk hunting. Like every elk hunter's dream, they wish they had the opportunity to spend all September elk hunting. And I did that because I didn't fill a tag. So, <laughs> but yeah, that was just a goal. And I was like, I'm going to do it whether people want to hunt or not. And and that's kind of what I tell guys right now is like, all my buddies are like, can you, how do you hunt by yourself? Like, how do you go do it by yourself? But I'm here. If you want to meet me, there you go. Heck yeah. I get, I get that. <laughs> yeah, we'll open up cool. the phone lines in, in a little bit. And if anyone wants to call and start asking questions about how to outfit a truck or how do you set up camp or. Yeah. How do you, uh, you know, get an alter ego to talk to yourself and avoid <laughs> schizophrenia or I don't know. Like, no, my mom just called me out the other day. I was at home doing some dishes and she's like, do you normally talk to yourself? <laughs> Wilson! Well, Wilson! Well, it like just a, so happens that I do. You got a volleyball. And when you're in the trades, you always talk to yourself because <laughs> yeah. you're trying to talk yourself out of doing something really stupid. Yeah. When you're elk hunting. Yeah. You, you talk yourself into doing a lot of stupid shit, yeah. don't you? Yep. So how is the learning curve as not being an elk hunter going out there? And then you go out there, like, I'm sure you do your research. You know, we all watch tons of videos, but like, how was it real world I, transition? I'm thankful. I had a, some buddies who had been out in this area in Montana before, 
over the counter tag or not over the counter tag, but a general draw tag. Um, they had given me a little bit of insight. I had to kind of learn, but day one, I saw a shooter day two. I called in a spike. Um, it's a good, it's a good area. It's a really good area, but and it's kind of overlooked and there's a lot of overlooked spots, but yeah, it was, it was tough. Um, I'm going to tell you trying trying to self film it all and hunt it. Yeah. <laughs> I made a tough. lot of mistakes. That's tough. a lot of mistakes. So you're probably finding some efficiencies. I would imagine with some of the stuff, like what is your equipment? Like what is your gear? What is your sleep setup? How are you staying warm? How are you staying comfortable? How are you cleaning yourself? And like, you know, uh, practicing good hygiene to some degree, right? Cause Holy carpet bomb. Yeah. Uh, yeah i'm just wanting to go through like what's a day in the life of i guess maybe that's a better way to ask a question so yeah wait, wait how up. do you live yeah exactly. let's let's yeah. just let's what's just that? start with that break it do you have one of those break things in your truck the the, the, the the drawer system with yes. the bed on top or you know okay dicked. that's what i'm going for yes Is it? okay not actually dicked. i get Craig. there's a company out of wisconsin that i teamed up with that actually makes an awesome system that, really yeah it's we can get on that too, but yeah, I have a drawer system from Total Access Truck Bed Systems. It's uh, it's like a decked, but it gives you instead of having like your sides confined, it actually gives you all that access. So, wow. yeah, they custom built one for me. It has I have two um, AGM batteries up front in my bed that are charged by solar, so I can charge my camera gear. I have a high efficiency fridge freezer that's in my cab. Custom um, seat platform that has a table that pulls out i have a custom door panel that has cooking stuff on it um so i can like basically cook right out of my truck pull uh pull my fridge freezer i your content on tiktok is great for cooking thank you You, that like whatever you're doing with that stuff it's clearly like there's probably a lot lower barrier to like deal with the camera setup for that yeah but it's it's great man it's good quality content yeah thank you thank you it's uh yeah the whole it all started with the whole crunch wrap cooking a cooking a crunch wrap on the ice over my buddy heater and i was like i don't think anybody's cooking over the buddy heater i've cooked over my buddy heater <laughs> ice fishing and shit yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah we all have one deer stand all that stuff so yeah start doing recipes in that but yeah a day in life you know get up at the truck make oatmeal something simple um Some I carry, hot water yeah i i carry a jet boil with me to do coffee and oatmeal um otherwise do a lot of tortillas nutella pre-cooked bacon you know stuff like that you can add peanut butter in there it's it's pretty simple and basic but you once like if this is something you want to commit to there's so many so much videos so much content out there just simple cheap easy meals and how to kind of live basically um i'm trying to do more of that i don't it's one thing i, I lacked in i need to start documenting just the daily stuff right um because i think a lot of people can learn from it but yeah, and then just head out and hunt all day and come back at dark. And, and at that point, you're tired, and, and then you're oh, like, yeah. oh, let's go. I mean, you know, the hunting public, those guys, they're in the woods all day, and they get back to the fence, they start working on videos. Oh, yeah. So yep. I, gets- would, I would sometimes take a day off to uh, where I'd hunted. There was a hot springs. I'd go to the hot springs, have a beer, work on content. I'd sit at the bar and work on content. People are like, what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> I'm editing a video. <laughs> And enjoying the Coors. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> Did you dip it in the hot springs at all? Oh, yeah. It t- felt awesome. When we went out Montana just once, uh, elk hunting, mule deer hunting with my parents, the hotel 
hot tub, I swear, saved my legs. Because, I mean, you, you know how it is. Like, you're, you're running up and down these hills, and you feel like you're not going to be able to walk the next day. But sitting in the hot tub, holy shit, <laughs> it, like, rejuvenates you. Yeah. Let's be honest. This guy, if you follow him around for a day, he's like a red squirrel on cocaine. You watch him run across blowdowns like it's no big deal. And, uh, you know, he's good at fighting off anything with thorns. So, I can I can see why your legs hurt. <laughs> Beer in a hot spring sounds really good. Well, it's like a shower beer. Yeah. Yeah, my roommate, my old roommate used to do that. I'd get home and there'd be like two empty beer. I'm like, what is going on here? This is college? You like, got a little intimate in there, didn't you? Yeah. I, I don't know what was happening. Yeah, shower beers, right? Yeah. Am I right? Shower beers. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Drink your scotch, would you? <laughs> so this is, this is perfect. <laughs> Elk hunting, am I right? Hey, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh man, it does get lonely out there. <laughs> Better have good cell reception. Do you have like a sat phone or something like that for emergencies? Are you suggesting using a sat phone for looking up your, your are, porn are you on Pornhub? He said the playing the Do game Snake. Yeah. You playing the game Snake, like just searching around. Game snake, you're playing. Got some new content for your yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah. How to reach yeah. them. <laughs> No, no, we're not gonna do that. I can't oh, feel my Lord. legs. Yeah, why can't you feel your legs, Derek? Yeah, that'd be some expensive porn, I think. Could be, could be. Oh God, got to go back to the old school magazine here. Yeah. Efficiency, yeah, exactly. efficiency. Yeah. So, what are some other efficiencies here? Well, I got magazines now. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Got my DeLorean. Went back to 1982 and got me one of them. Uh, you know, hustlers. Whatever works for that you. word serves a different yeah. purpose these days. Yeah. Thanks, Jay Z. <laughs> i'm on vacation man i'm done for the day oh, like, yeah, clearly. i have you to could, take over i'm i'm out on a trip tomorrow it's five in the morning i'm out guys you uh, said you're doing a summer trip yeah going to alaska um gonna i, I know a guy out of, he's a teacher out of uh, sun prairie area and he salmon fishes he's done it for like 20 years out there um get, sets up gill nets for salmon actually met him through one of my really good high school buddies fished with him and that's kind of how we met him. Now, actually I met him and his brother and his brother actually hunted with me in Montana for elk. So just became really good friends. And, um, he, his deckhand, uh, is going to college or was in college and now he graduated and he's like, I, he's not going to be able to work with me. I was like, well, I know a, a guy who used to work <laughs> on the water and isn't really employed and he can help out. And he's like, sure. I'd love to have you. So Sweet. it's a, it's a great experience to get up there because part of the trip up is paid for um, while I'm there in fish camp. That's, you know, he gives me a place to stay, can potentially make some money mm -hmm. and then go fish, go. We're talking about doing a caribou hunt while we're there. Oh, wow, man. Might as well. Are dude. you going to do it? Ronella doesn't eat the eyeball. No. Just the fat behind the eyeball. Yeah, I know. So but you got to try it. I always wondered this because I heard like mixed things, but like, so Alaska DIY, can you do that anywhere? Do you need to be with a guide or a local or like someone Alaska who's a resident? Alaska is actually a lot more easier to do DIY. And it, as far as like even getting certain tags, like, and going into wilderness areas, like you can get a tag for, I think some of the sheep species and like grizzly bear, as long as you're a rel they're a relative. Okay. The rest you probably have to do. Um, you have to do with a guide. Through an outfitter. But yeah, uh, this caribou hunt they've done before. Uh, I think they were they were in college when they did it. Um, so yeah, there's like talking about taking five of us up there and driving almost to the Arctic Circle and oh, shoot, them, shoot them with bows. And so what's your? Awesome. So you said you made mistakes with like content and like filming and things like that. What types of things 
are you going to try to change up and do different to mitigate some of that stuff and other errors too? Or I just need you? to focus on doing like just the daily stuff, the little stuff, you know, um, sweeping the floor. More yeah. Just the basics. Make it, you got to make it like sweeping the floor. I do this, this, and this every yeah, day. Exactly. Yep. So just, just general routine. Yeah. Stuff. Cause I would only do it like if I had good encounters, then I'd make a video. Um, you know, I sense have branched out onto TikTok, which seems like a easier platform to less strenuous path, platform. Yeah, than, they, than want, they want to be more authentic. So then like using a phone is fine. And that barrier is yeah. a lot easier. You don't have to like transfer from your SD card mm-hmm. to the computer. because a big file takes a long time. And now your computer has all this data used yeah. up. Now I got to work on it in Premiere. And then I got to get to my phone somehow to get to TikTok. Oh, yeah. It gets crazy, yeah. right? And plus all that stuff that I, that I didn't like, if, even if I didn't have a successful hunt or didn't see, you know, anything worthwhile, some mistake, some hiccup, I can turn that into 15 seconds. Yeah, you get that robot voice. That one time you tripped over the log. <laughs> and then you're like, show Tommy boy falling down the hill, you know, yeah, like in exactly. black sheep. Exactly. So what the hell is that all about? Yeah. I definitely want to document more of the, the, the day-to-day stuff, the Bill chaos stuff. moments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Craig, we're not the only ones with that. Yeah, there was a lot of the, a lot of those. In, while I was in Montana, I uh, had to go to the bull shop, which there's not a bull shop very close to. No, where I, I was imagine running. not. Three hour round trip both Ooh. times. One because my peep popped out. Ouch. The other one because my string jumped off my. That's rough. Camp. So, and if you don't have a ratchet strap to put it on, and even still, if you do, to... I tried the ratchet strap, and I'm pretty sure my cam's bent now. Mm-mm. That's rough. <laughs> That's a weird pop at the back wall yeah, yeah probably not good right no, well not. i think you can see when you look down you can see like the, the it jumps off the cam just a little bit i have a no cam okay um and yeah S- same bow that matt shoots yeah yep great bow yeah it's a great bow i was looking to upgrade this year but i think well stick her out it's a great bow it shoots well it's got character just, now just get that little <laughs> pop at the end fix and you'll be fine well, yeah exactly we so, know a bow shot that pop, don't worry about that pop it. don't worry about that right there <laughs> It's going to like mess up one of your hunts. That little Damn guy. It. I wouldn't worry about that little That's guy. That's what it is. There we go. Greg's got it right. That's crazy, man. I just, I, I'm. What were we talking about sleep makes with recently? We we're talking about the synthetic versus down. And like, if you get the down wet, it's a problem, but the synthetic can handle it better. Mitch. Correct. Oh, thank you. Okay. But most Mitch. of the down now is they, they treat it with like Nick wax. They treat it with, I, I run a Nemo, um, Nemo sleeping bag. How do you like that? Love it. Yeah. Where do you get that from? First Light. Uh, it's no, a first light well, product? First Light has them, but um, I have an actual Nemo. It's a Nemo Disco. And the cool part about Nemo's is... It's a party. Where you Is sleep. Nemo a brand? Yep. Nemo's okay. a brand. Sorry. Yep. N-E-M-O. I got to play catch up. Um, like the fish? They make they make pads. They make sleeping bags. They make tents. They've teamed up with First Light, and they do some stuff for First Light. But yeah, they, it's... It's a spoon-shaped bag, they call it. So if you are a restless sleeper or you're a side sleeper or you sleep on your stomach, you get obviously the most efficiency out of like a coffin-style mummy bag, Mm -hmm. but you don't have that restriction. It's wider at the top. Mm -hmm. So your feet are kind of contained, so it keeps those warm, but your your shoulders are wider, so you can roll around. It's the most comfortable sleeping bag I've ever had. When I was in the Boundary Waters, my friends laughed at me for what felt like 10 minutes, gut-busting, crying, tears, myself included. I was stuck in my sleeping bag. The zipper got stuck and I couldn't get it. And it just got funnier and funnier, but also worse and worse. Yeah. And it just became this weird problem that I was Only like, you, Clark. how am I going to get out of this 
a fucking sleeping bag. I and they're I just too busy laughing at me. Over. That was you guys. Oh my <laughs> god! It was just like this. You know, like what, sometimes it's funny when you get hurt. You know, but I wasn't hurt. I was stuck in my sleeping bag. Pride was very much hurt, and you were panicking. I was like, yeah, seriously, I need some help, like and then just kept getting funnier. So um, I would have freaked out. I'm claustrophobic. So those mummy bags. I don't like. I gotta keep my mummy, mummy bags. Something. I do have the mummy, mummy bags. bags and having sex with old ladies are your two bugaboos. Not to quote a good movie, but I, I wasn't really worried to come on this podcast. Okay. I know how you guys are. Okay. So, it's only how are we? Would you be how are we? About? <laughs> what would you be worried about? Being hit on by the host, maybe? <laughs> that guy. Keep me Everyone in this room has nipples. Let's just, okay? <laughs> Derek's not the only target here. This is going to sound weird. Two drinks. <laughs> yeah, really. Two drinks. That's all it took? I had a beer. Yeah, you can't have the beer before the liquor. You got to have the liquor before the, the beer. That's the saying. That's how it goes. Okay, good. You know the saying, right? Sure. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. That's right. That's just drop time spirits, you know? It just uh, livens me up a little bit. I did have a Red Bull earlier, too. I'm running on like two hours of sleep, guys. This happened last week, I think, didn't it? Was I like sleepless last time, too? I'm you not even three kids. You're, slap Dude, you're a saint. <laughs> no, my you wife is a saint. Your your wife is the saint. Yeah. yeah. Anywho. So, and you deer hunted this season too? Where did you do that at? Did you come back? Mule deer hunted in Colorado, and then I came back and uh, did some archery hunting unsuccessfully back in western Wisconsin where I used to live. And Mm -hmm. then... uh, Like what, Bagley or something? or um, Like the whole southwest corner. I used to live in uh, Grant County. Oh, that's where we do our gun hunting. Oh, okay. Yeah, I won't tell everybody on the show where, but... Yeah, we'll talk about it after. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's a great area. There's uh, there's a lot of big bucks. First of all, it's really pretty there. Like, just disclaimer like the bluffs and stuff it's really a cool area yeah there's a lot of river bottom bucks there's a lot of big fat corn bucks there's hill country bucks i mean you got a lot going on there's a lot of diverse terrain yes, yes. What? And, and the buck creole the buck sandwiches <laughs> buck stew buck steaks we like bucks <laughs> there's a lot of yeah did you get up to price it all for deer or no? Yeah, I went up there rifle hunting. Is that uh, where you guys do your hunting camp kind of? Yep. Right. Yeah, I, I that's where I grew up hunting. Um, hunting up there. Tradition. 12, yeah. And then I I got to be like 21 and I kind of took a step back and hunted with some buddies on some more trophy property. Um, kind of. it. I thought that was going to go a different direction. No, I mean, it's, okay. it's, it, it was good. Um, but you know, deer camp's deer camp, right? You know, yeah. you, you miss out on some of that stuff and it's, I was happy to be back the last couple of years. We were so. just having this conversation with someone else earlier. We can't talk about it yet, but, uh, never pass up the chance to hunt with family. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a command family, family and friends. It's a big deal. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say family, especially, uh, I lost my dad when I was 21 to, Sorry, to leagues, so we didn't do a lot of hunting um kind of towards the end and it was kind of making up for lost time so that's the biggest thing i tell anybody is don't don't give up those opportunities right? that. Yep. And, and whether that's your best friend or your your parents your family your cousins whoever you hunt with man don't don't give that up that's yeah. good advice but that's also coming from a guy who spends a lot of time hunting by himself so <laughs> well, Take it for what at it's this worth. point you know. <laughs> what a dick. i think he's trying to give himself his own advice here yeah 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 hey man yeah. sometimes you got to talk yourself through it but exactly. you're doing a great job exactly even well, with, like, that's just... why i talk to myself a lot See? <laughs> you guys start taping the conversations I in know. the truck with yeah. yourself things i say yeah. to myself when i'm hunting that's your whole next tiktok <laughs> exactly. great segments you can exactly. play that back and listen to it yeah you know i sounded a little too sultry on that one yeah. i should probably tone it down a little i was too mean to myself yeah i was mean <laughs> Very mean. Gotta lighten up on yourself. He's yeah, just a just, kid. He's just a kid. He's just a kid. 
you should consider like uh I'm, like are you doing collaborations i know you did the stuff with matt uh with weathered oaks but you know speaking of hunting alone i'm sure there's people in proximity to you that are trying to do similar things or like film a hunt or what have you there's probably some ways to like make some friends and maybe not do everything alone well i'll say just because i have i have my logos on my truck and just kind of just get trying to get out there and and grow grow the free to prowl brand right mm-hmm. and, and and identify right make it identifiable just like your guys you know people identify that awesome <laughs> shed with <laughs> ks hunter around your yeah. summer it's behind Greg. <laughs> so yeah i mean i will say the majority of my conversations start because somebody sees a truck and then yeah gas stations boat launches on the ice let's talk about the brand what is free to prowl what do you stand for how did that start what's going on with that so it all kind of started because I used to live in La Crosse and work for a marine construction company there. Mm-hmm. And I got shit canned. And I hunted a private property that was awesome over in southwest, southeastern uh, Minnesota, also big buck country. Shot my first really nice buck over there um, on the same farm. And I was just like, well, if I'm getting moving because I got a new job in southwest Wisconsin, I'm like, I'm going to start hunting public. And kind of did some brainstorming. I'm like, well, I'll film it, kind of show the ups and downs of it and learn to film. And that's kind of how it all got started. And the whole branding side of it is, you know, so prowl basically means to wander about in search of prey, right? Which I think every single hunter does. All of us do, even when we're not hunting. Yeah, I put the emphasis on wander. Yeah. We all just like, (laughs) we go through our daily, daily. Yes, kill will. (laughs) go through our daily lives just like thinking about the outdoors mm-hmm. uh, all the time yeah derek was saying when he uh, goes fishing he's like drop me off over there i'm gonna go scout for deer after this noise <laughs> i, I <laughs> take my himself. route to and from work based on where i can think where i think i'll see the most shredding turkeys <laughs> i'm like i'm gonna try this mm-hmm. way today <laughs> that's how we all are you know um so yeah that's kind of how it started i'm a big patriot too i really like you know the freedom we have to i can go to montana i'm not a stakeholder in montana but i can go there and i can i can hunt mm-hmm whether it's federal or state lands, I can hunt there. We have that opportunity as Americans. It's an amazing thing to to take advantage of. Exactly. Right. And obviously it's, it's red, white, and blue logo to kind of give homage to our freedoms we have, you know? Hell yeah. That stands out pretty loud then too, you know, wherever you're going, I I imagine people can like really relate to that and say, you know, hell yeah, man. Oh yeah. Are you care? So I don't know if Sam Soholt carries merch in his van necessarily. I know he goes like to a lot of shows and things mm-hmm. like that or events and so forth, but are you carrying, I know you're not cause you didn't bring any here. Just kidding. <laughs> are you carrying Shots some of these? Fired. Like when well, you're meeting that, with people at the, the boat launch so and you're meeting a, people out on these like parking lots. I do, and I do a lot of print on demand stuff <clears throat> because I'm, I'm a lot, I'm yep. small time. Right. It, and I don't have to carry sizes. Um, don't have yeah. to carry colors. So I have a fulfillment company out of Iowa that prints my stuff through my website. And that's how I ordered. And the order took 10 days instead of normal two days that it don't take. So that's why your shirts aren't here. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, yeah, that's a pinch. Fun. Everybody's feeling. That. Yeah, that, no, no, it's it. that, that it's whole game is a hard game to play. Oh, it's uh, it's tough. I, I waited for hats. I do hats in house <clears> and I waited for those for six months, I think. Yeah, ours are in, they're not going to show up. Our next order of like, I think we got another 300 or something. They're not going to be here until June 9th. You know, what is it right now? It's. What is, what is it right now? May, May something? Yeah, May. May 11th, right? Another month. It's a month, man. And at that point, it's like, well, great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's We're tough, out it's right tough. now, so. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but, 
Thanks a lot, bro. <sighs> we do drop ship too, so I, I know that all works. And yeah. it's it's convenient, you know, for everybody, you you know, really um, per order. But oh, yeah. No, it's tough. So I don't generally carry a lot of merch with me. I carry a bunch of stickers. Um, I created a, a blue line, um, you know, back to police uh, logo, which I talk to cops all the time, like sitting on the side of the road on my phone where I have internet service. And they're like, everything all right? Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> you want a sticker? Just trying to make <laughs> Give me a baseball card. I'll give you a sticker. Oh, yeah. And then we just BS. And I was like, hey, you want this? And it's like, I've actually made some. Uh, there's one up in the Superior that I've on Lake Superior I've made. Uh, friends with the warden up there so he's sporting free to prowl and Hell yeah, it's man. just little things like that carry a bunch of free to prowl stickers and that's what i can do but i've met so many good people i had guys in montana where i was hunting that they're like if you shoot an elk down in there here's our numbers give us a call we'll help you back it out mm-hmm. they don't they, they talked to me for 20 minutes that's and they were willing to help out so yeah, do one cool. of the hardest things that you can do when you're out oh, yeah. hunting, right like that's yeah. that's good to hear there's good people out there willing to help oh Ooh. yeah yep it's all so. going back to talking to people you don't know. Congratulations. Did you just right? wink? Nope. No, I think you had an eye spasm. I had an eye spasm. <laughs> don't, don't get all weird on me, okay? I, I caught been that. Weird all what are you night. guys doing over here? That's some sort of weird vibe going on. <laughs> the You're vibe was just winking. It's a good thing we're sitting across the table. <laughs> so I can see you wink. <laughs> you freak. <laughs> Jesus. He's on, who's on the prowl now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know if we're going to be able to do two podcast nights oh, anymore. Shit. <laughs> <are getting> weird. <laughs> two podcast nights are, yeah, when these headphones are on long enough and start to get to your, your uh, skull a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so on the horizon is Alaska. What type of, so what happened with your Ford then? The, we don't want to bash Ford. I don't think Just, there's any like a partnership wow, you're there. you're all but, over the place. No, I'm going back to where he said the twin turbos yeah. failed. Like you're out on your own, you're jet setting. You're like, here we go. I got a budget. I'm, yeah. I'm all like, I'm, I'm, cranking across south dakota and on your way out there on my way to montana just in the beginning very beginning yep i'm i'm trying to get there a couple days before the season starts so i can go scout and pull into south uh, sturgis because my engine light came on and my truck went into limp mode yep yeah and i pulled into the uh dealership and i was like hey can you guys read this code like my truck went just went into limp mode they're like yeah we can read it and like oh yeah that's the turbo code so I brought it in the next day, and uh, they're like, "Well, this is we can diagnose it with this issue." So they spent like seven hundred dollars for them to tell me it wasn't that issue. No. Oh, like, dude, I oh, can't yeah. handle that. Like, you're gonna not, you're gonna oh, figure it the hell out oh, at that rate. Well, and that that was that was frustrating. So then, like, well, uh, it's it's your turbos then. And they're like, we can have the turbos here from Denver tomorrow, but we can't put them in until next week. We're swamped. I was like, order them. They're like, what do you mean? I was like, order them and I'll put them in myself. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'll do it myself. I got YouTubes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I do not have that time. Um, do the I, elk or bugling. I got to go. I got oh. to go. And yeah, I got I'm to not go waiting now. a week. I feel yeah. you. <laughs> so I pulled into the. Uh, um, give camp. me all the gaskets. Give me all the turbos. Give me everything you I got. I got a bag of tools in the back. Let's That's go. Right. Yeah. Let's figure this shit out. Pulled into the campground, met some guys. Uh, one of the guys was like the, he was a, he's a traveling like campground attendant. He was from Arizona. He's up there. They're just kind of take care of the Sturgis campground during mm-hmm. the, the summer. He's like, pull it in there. He's like, you can sleep right there. If you can't get it fixed. That's he's like, here's awesome. this, here's a half inch impact. I was like, that's good humanity. People. We're good. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I started it the next day at like 10 o'clock, 12, 10 or 11 o'clock. I think they finally came in and I think I was done by like nine o'clock the next night. 
Nice. What was awesome is there was a big Mustang rally. That was like the last show of the big rally during the Sturgis. Uh, Horses or cars? Um, cars. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. He was looking at turbo <laughs> upgrades from yeah. other cars. The Mustangs were driving the Mustangs. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wild horses. Ever hear of it? I mean, you know, West, I don't know what's going on out there. But yeah, these two guys rolled up, and older gentlemen, and you know, they're like, "What's going on over here?" I was like, "Ah, oh, putting two brand new turbos." Like, you're doing what right here? And they're gearheads, so they yeah. come over here, start handing me tools. Their wives start bringing me food. We got it done, and we literally sat there for like two hours and just drank whiskey, had beer, talked to these guys, and that was like, that was like culmination of I can do this, right? You can get through the, all the challenges. Plus, look at all these awesome people you're gonna meet, mm-hmm. right? What a, what did, you, did you make any like uh, strong connections where you're still talking to those guys? Yeah, the, just... the one guy, Dale, um, I still – I'm trying to meet him out. Um, I have a ride in one of his Mustangs playing. Oh, cool, school, man. When I roll through uh, Wyoming, so. That's awesome. So I, you're going to ride a horse. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> one with a lot of extra ponies. Yeah. Oh, no, he's got two beautiful – like one is uh, the one from um, – What's the fast and not shut fast. up? Yeah, the Shelby? Shelby? yeah, the other one. Yeah, GT500. Yeah, yeah, black and red. Ooh, beautiful. Wow. Yes, I love the I love the perspective you just had. Like, that's such a major speed bump, right? And mm. like monetarily and time and like just this is not meant to be. Nope. But you took it the opposite way and like yeah. look at it like holy you, cow, look it, at what we could can do. Like that's your, amazing. Your mindset could have been this is bullshit. It sucks. I got all this work to do. I don't know how it's gonna go and nobody's maybe nobody will help me you weren't even looking for help and that's when it finds you oh yeah yeah it was it was awesome and the one guy um he's he's like man i i work on stuff he's like if i known i thought you were just over here changing your oil and i said you thought i was changing my oil for eight hours right <laughs> he's like, i really I could not figure like, out what weight to use yeah he's like well i didn't know you're doing a full turbo swap if you're doing that i would come help you dude <laughs> Where you just said Derek had my mind going real quick to a quote from Colin Powell, and I have it on the screen here. Perpetual optimism is a force multiplier. Now, what that means is simply by thinking of something optimistically, you're changing the outcome of that event. 100%. So when your turbos had the problem and all the stuff happened, you could have been like, F this. This is a terrible idea. Recluse back into your shell. Yeah, you could have been like, I'm, my what old am man. I doing? Well, ask, ask my mom. I called Sw- her and she's like, and swearing and like, what's is- up? And I was, I was cussing and I oh, was yeah. mad. Yeah. But I walked into the Ford dealer the day after I had a fix and I said, Hey, can you clear that code? They're like, It's just going to do it again. I said, They're fucking fixed. Yeah, I got a <laughs> new one. And the technician looked at me and the sales manager looked at me and I'm like, Clear it. Yeah, go in there, do what you need get to do. Done. Get I'm it done. Out of here. I need to go. Yeah. Dude, so what, what do they do when they yeah. clear? Did you burn out in the parking he just lot? He just clear, he just cleared it. You gotta be nice. He's like, have a good hunting trip. It's a tranny swap. <laughs> you know? Could you imagine? They, oh, no. You walk Man. out, and they're like, that guy's a fucking legend. <laughs> they all went like this. Yeah. Did you give him some stickers? I hope, I hope so. Mechanics no. can't even they, do the that. The new mechanic was like, I'm going with him. He walked out. Yeah. But. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's all what you make it. And that's the whole thing. Like living on the truck is, you know, there's, there's all ups and downs. It's like, man, you don't have a place to tr- plug in because your batteries are dead in the middle of winter. And you almost didn't make it here tonight. Yeah. Almost didn't make it here. How did you figure it out? Oh, it's what yeah. an adventure. Yeah. I was Seriously. hauling ass. <laughs> don't ever team up with the white, white tail adrenaline guys. Cause it would just be a freaking car repair show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
redoing your brakes and your turbos <laughs> and your tires. Can't forget about those flat tires. Oh, yeah. You'd be talking to cops and wardens. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's all what you make it, and, and there's so many ups and downs and getting stuck and and all that stuff. And I, you know, big thing is just being prepared. You know, thinking about what can happen. I have recovery stuff. I have a high lift jack because I don't have a winch on my truck, so I use a high lift jack if I were ever. High lift can get you a lot. A lot I'm sorry, are you saying high life or using beer cans? No, high lift. I know what he said. Don't don't listen to me. High lift, Jack, and tire plugs. And, you know, you just got to think about what's what's the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. Girl on the moon just drops you a toe and lifts up your truck. Yeah, high life, Jack, baby. (laughs) I use the cans in there to keep it steady, you know? They got to be full. You can't drink them. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about working on a car and having a drink. You almost have to have it. Otherwise, you're going to break your knuckle. Not because you like broke it on like breaking loose a bolt because you're going to punch something because yeah. well, you're frustrated. Got to mellow out. My, my uh, fuse on working on cars is so short. <laughs> I, I took three years of automotive in high school. I rebuilt a Camaro engine from the ground up, tore it out, uh, it went out to get bored. All new parts came. We put it all together, got it in there. Turn on without the, with just the, not even the, I think the, just the heads were on there and it was just like the loudest thing in the world. So I was like, oh my God, I did it. It worked. Like it turned on. Is that why all your tools are in a paper garden? Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I was like, everyone's going to like, what's that school called? UTI, urinary tract infection? Yeah, I went there. (laughs) Yeah. I I was like, "Uh, nope, not doing this. I I have no patience for this. What a crack of shit that yeah. was. But and then I spent the rest of my, you know, several decades, like well, probably the next decade working on my own shitty car all the time. Every piece of broke. shit car. Now you won't see me touch a car with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> so the fact that you replaced turbos on a new Ford, I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, crazy. I grew up kind of wrenching. Uh, always, mm-hmm. I was a big snowmobiler. My dad was always a wrencher. I mean, he ca- always taught me like from a young age. Do your brakes, do the simple stuff. Yep. And I'll teach brakes, you oil that. changes, yeah. transmission. How to do the, the, the harder know, stuff. The simple stuff. And and like you said, there's the YouTube videos for it. <laughs> Did I hear transmission in there? Well, well. Who the hell knows how to do a transmission? Those They're are simpler, that's a different thanks. language. That's a different beast, man. I had training problems, uh, transaxle problems on my Chevy Beretta. <laughs> Let's just be clear about what the, we're talking about here. Transaxle okay. is a front-wheel drive car. Transmission is a rear-wheel drive car. No, it's, it's still part of the same thing. It's got clutch, but never mind. But they're called two different things because one's front wheel drive, one's rear anyway. Wheel drive. I don't. Wanna, yeah, let's get into the semantics here. Let's yeah. talk about deer hunting, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Enough about you breaking your tranny. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got it now. I'm a little slow. The yeah, tranny broke him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's got a really big so, Adam's apple. Uh, well, because <laughs> he's a man. Because he is a man, and it's I mean, a little hairy. It's not like he's a girl it's or something. Yes. Were you a girl or something? Jesus. Zach Galifianakis. That movie is my favorite movie in the world. You were out free and prowling, weren't you? <laughs> we're not trying to make fun of your name. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, no. I, get it. On I get it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> get it all the time. He's a single man. He's yeah. free to prowl. <laughs> That's funny. So what Gotta mistakes have did you make yeah. with uh, the whitetail situations? Like, what can we relate to with you on that? What, what, what mistakes? My biggest one is... Falling asleep in the tree stand. Shit. Better than scrolling through. We got to get you checked out for narcolepsy. Beginning beginning of November. Yeah. After running your ass off. Yeah. A week of all all week sits. And that's kind of warm. Wake up to see a deer walking into the scrape I'm sitting by on the ridge that they only come from two directions. Like they're, if they run that ridge, they're coming there. Oh, 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 shit. Like, like you you always think like it's going to happen. And then it does. Like, what happened? I wake up from this nap and it happens. Well, 
it sucks. There it is. <laughs> and he's literally Not like idea. 40 yards away going to the scrape, and I'm like rushing to get everything ready, cameras, everything. Ended up hitting a, hitting a branch. Mm. So you got drawn everything. Yeah. Well, he was going to that scrape. Terrible for waking it. up from a nice nap. In yeah, the but it was I think it was a rush shot, right? I, I Yeah. Just... It puts you in a weird mental state. Yeah, yeah. it really it was does. foggy. It all happened in like 45 seconds. And, and when you're throwing in camera gear on top of the checklist yeah. of like mental draw cycle, oh, anchor yeah. point, aiming. And like, I kind of had to duck a little bit um, to, to get under what I thought was the branch, but I never even saw this one. And thankfully I had the camera, so I knew what happened. But the arrow actually, it hit the branch and it was going good, but then the knock ended up hitting the branch when it like came back down and that kicked it. And I, th- I think I probably would have missed him clean if I would have, it would have been fine, but it hit really high. And then I think it got buried in the opposite shoulder mm. because he ran, he took off, he got to the edge of the, bl- of the bluff or the, the ravine that I was hunting on and he stood there for a second and then he ran down, made a loop and ran back up. And the moment he came was started coming uphill, like I didn't have any blood for whatever reason, um, but yeah, after that, if you hit him high, how get all that cavity yeah. to fill? But up. when he was There's going downhill, no, no it was I had blood. Yeah, but yeah, it was just a, how far away was the branch that he hit from the deer? Was it closer to you or closer to him? Closer to him. So that would have that. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and I I slowed it down completely, and you can see like you see the and you, when you see the arrow, this hit, is so it does this is the whole you it does it, the whole like stop. Yes. I was like, wow, for waking up, you're pretty sharp, man. Oh, yeah. I, I, I went home. I didn't even track him that right then. I went home. I cut the footage, showed it to all my buddies, slow-moed it, had, like, cut shots. I'm like, here's a minute clip. Look at it. Tell me what you think. And, dude, that's the best thing you can do. Like, if I've learned anything through years of tracking other people's deer and helping out, if you hit a deer and you don't know, be as quiet as you can and get out of there. My buddy Adam did such a good job in the last two deer. Hit him back. Literally waited, snuck out so quiet, talked to everyone he could about it, and then formulate. Like, so many guys said, oh, I just got to see the arrow. Just get out of there. Just get out and mm-hmm. talk. That's really good. Yeah. But, yeah, it just, uh, yeah, that one still haunts me. That was the last good buck I had, like, encounter with, with the bow. But, obviously, I've been dedicating my time kind of towards the elk side of things, so I miss a lot of the rut, but that's my only, like. So, you didn't get an elk, though, right? No, I didn't get an elk. What would you do when you get an elk when you're only in your truck? What's going to happen? Well, you got to get one to have that problem. I I'm just wondering if you're like... It to be sounds, continued. But it all sounds yeah. so great, but like, what is your plan for that? I mean, I had a, a big canyon cooler, um, but I it was bigger than a 60. I think it was like an 80. I had that with me. Yeah. That I could take some with. But I actually had a buddy who his uncle did a weekly trip truck driving to um, Bozeman. Okay. So, or one of the, one of the towns out there. So the goal was to get it with him and then get it back. And it was going to go in my buddy's freezer until I came home. Now this year with the potential to shoot a lot more species and hopefully learning from my mistakes, we, there's, there's probably gonna be some getting stuff, shipping stuff. That's what we're going to have to do. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys out there that <clears throat> do the Midwest run during hunting season, like trucks, refrigerated trucks that just do that. When we were out there, we talked to people who say, oh, yeah, there's guys that run and they <laughs> just bring people's game. That's back actually, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, yeah, hey, I didn't pick know up that. my that's meat and take good. it home. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not exactly sure how you get in contact with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how the setup is, but there people that are listening, local like, people maybe said, send yeah. us some messages. Hey, here. like there's guys that do that. Yeah. That'd be great if, yeah, if anybody someone has knows. Anything. I mean, there's, 
you meet people out there. It's it's so easy to meet people, and there's so many Midwesterners out there. You know, it's like all guys from Wisconsin and Michigan. Michigan guys, <laughs> well, you know. and even and even local like people who have become locals. When we were uh, hunting in Idaho, the last time we hunted there for mule deer, we had two deer coming out of the the uh, mountains the first two days. And we're like, well, we're here for nine. You yeah. know, we got in the cooler, and that she's like, I'm from. I'm from your guys' area. We'll just charge you for one deer. You guys can leave it in here as long as you want, right? And like, that's cool. She's like, "Here's my number. Call me when you're leaving. You guys can come pick it up." So, cool. You know, you just meet people, and just I'm telling you, just don't be afraid to talk to people. You know, and and that's that's be kind, wise. be courteous. You know, you know I do a lot of ice fishing. I learn a lot, a lot from talking to people at launches. You know, I saved kind of a Laker trip out to Colorado this winter, just talking to guy in a launch. You were ice fishing for a while into like spring. Yeah, I mean, would, and we're like enjoying some nice weather, and I'm like looking at your feet. I'm like, either he took a while to post this, or it snowed somewhere. Yeah. No, I went to Colorado and fished for three weeks. Um, just uh, I have a buddy who lives out there, and kind of did some stuff with him. He wanted to learn, so I was like, well, I'll bring all the gear. I'll make a trip of it. You house me? Yeah, you house me, and we went to his ranch and had an awesome time, and um, it was it was great. So yeah, but I just literally was struggling and I hadn't really caught much. And I talked to this guy at the launch and he's just literally like, this is what I use. Like micro baits for Lakers. Mm. I was like, I would have never thought of that. Yeah. Using just, crappie jigs with a little, little yeah, piece of warm up. Yeah, are you using like a, 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 a flasher or something like that? Or? I have a pan optics. I haven't heard of pan optics. I've heard of Markham oh, and, and Bexler. Yeah. You, you can in? basically see out in front of you. Like I can yep. look, I can pan around in the ice. Yep, under the ice and see you out in can, front. You can monitor it to the front of your boat if you wanted to, and yeah. just see what's in front. Yep. Oh, it's it's great for content as far as the ice fishing side because like people can see like the fish exactly how they're acting when they come in the bait, and I don't know, they're great to fish with as well. So, I, man, wow, I thought like the the Markham was like the way to go. Yeah, it's no, like I playing mean, a video game with those lights. No, they all are. I mean, yeah. any any electronics is is a, a game changer for anybody out there, but. I mean, the pan office is, is it's an expensive unit, but it's yeah. it goes on my boat in the summer and it goes with me ice fishing. So, so you have like partnerships with any brands like those guys for like putting out content to help I have, fund a lot of what you're doing? Or I have what? not yet. No, just I'm still trying to work and build up the audience. But um, you know, the biggest one is Total Access Truck Bed Systems. That's the biggest one I've kind of partnered with, and they built my truck bed system and kind of promote their stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're living it every day, so it's yeah. easier. Yeah, and they're a new company. They're two veterans. They have an idea, and they're trying to sell. You know, they have a better what idea. What makes them unique in contrast to the, the what's the deck company? You just named Decked. it. Yeah, Decked. Decked. Um, so theirs is theirs is made out of uh, MDF, which is or MD, MDO, um, Total Access. Okay. It's MDO, which is a uh, all-weather um, wood. It's the same wood that they make highway signs out of, so it's a – it lasts for a long time. Um, it goes in really easy, but it it also gives you access. And then that's thus their name, Total Access. It gives you access to your whole bed. So there's two compartments, flip-up compartments on the side, as well as your drawers that you can put stuff on. I have chains and recovery gear and straps and miscellaneous parts. And um, I actually have a electrical box, uh, electrical outlet mounted to the side under this compartment. So it gives me so much more versatility versus... Having if I had all a, in drawers. Yeah. If I had taller drawers in a deck system, I would lose so much headroom um, to live out of my truck, right? I've designed my height to basically so I can sit up if the weather's crappy, if it's raining. Yeah. All laying day. down all the time would really. Yeah. Like, you can sit up. You can work on your computer. Tricky. I mean, I, I have. Do you spend like, any time in your cab or most of it in the deck? So. Or the bed. Yes. In winter, I actually, I sleep in the cab. 
um, on my custom platform. I slide the front seat forward. And I sleep back there because it's warmer. So is your Ford a Super Crew or? Yep. Okay. But I don't have a back seat. I have a complete platform and uh, just. So you took the seats out. Yep. Took the back seat out. Yeah. So I'm a. That's a great amount of room back there, though. Yeah, well, big. that's that's how it this whole three thing... car seats for me. So like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how this whole thing started because I would go ice fishing and I'd drive from southern Wisconsin all the way up north and it'd be like, well, what's cheap? <laughs> sleep in the back of my truck. Yep. Bunch of sleeping bags. You wear some sweatpants. Maybe you have to wear your long johns. Maybe you have to wear your wool socks. Yeah, you're not showering, but you want to know what? I can go fish every weekend. I can go hunt. I can I can do stuff cheap and efficiently. You're 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 it's space sucks like you're that's one thing you're going to sacrifice but yeah regardless I, it's not a hotel room no it's, it's not a camper but no. you know i'm not burning that extra fuel pulling something right. and you know but what are you there for you're there to fish yeah i'm there you know, to be that's out. the goal right and it forces you to be out and about like you know yeah you retreat back to nice and maybe you do every now and again right you're probably yeah, spending some time like going back to your hotel like i gotta shower i gotta like cool my jets here and stretch out a my lot limbs. of times i just i go to like around here when i'm like ice fishing especially in winter it's it's tough because i actually have an, a road shower solar heated shower on my um that's just nice. made out of pvc that's pressurized with a air pump and then you hook up a hose and you can you can awesome. shower basically not not super hot water like your home but you know you get Hey, it's cold, cold. cold plunging is on the rise, man. It's the health benefits are, are just rinse, rich. So, so at least the health benefits they say. Yeah. You got to just control your breath. Yeah. Okay. But so, yeah, around here, like winter, I just go to like find an American Inn, find a, ho- a hotel that has a pool. I think it's American. American. Yeah. Find find a hotel that has a pool and literally, typically they'll have, uh, they'll have a daily rate, five, 10 bucks to go swimming. Ask them if you can do that. And then slide in there i just i'm really just want to shower because i live out of my truck i've gotten so many free showers it's unbelievable like oh if you're just going to shower you don't know it's 10 bucks that's nice sometimes you gotta pay otherwise truck stops or i've snuck into some fitness centers (laughs) you know what's interesting about that like you know i wonder if it'd be valuable to have an anytime fitness membership or something you know 30 bucks a lot of like nomads and family first do um i just i'm not always around at any time you know, those they're great for like people who are hanging around cities and yeah, all the touristy spots. But you know, out in BFD, <laughs> yeah, not so much. Yeah, you gotta do the, the old truck step. Then, yeah. yeah, for sure. But it's it's fine in this in the warmer months. I just have that road shower, and literally the last like two weeks of work after I gave my notice, I slept out of my truck all week at work, and I worked construction, so hot, sweaty at, at night. Want to take a shower, and I did the road shower and. It worked it awesome. Works. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing what you can get away with and get by with. In the mountains, it sucks because it gets cold at night. <laughs> it doesn't cool get enough, water it doesn't get enough sun during the day, but no. you're stinky enough. You get you're a like, fire whatever. going or something like yeah. that too, or what have you. you. Don't always have to be in the truck. Oh no, no. And I have an awning. Uh, I can okay. pull the awning out. I got lawn chairs, and you can make it pretty cozy. Um, a lot of the time, elk hunting though, I was doing some jumping around, mm-hmm. trying different spots because a lot of the spots were accessible from roads, so. I could camp here and then drive to spot and go off that trailhead. So that's cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I had another question for you there. What you should not, not, I don't want to dictate what you do or say anything like that, but like, there's gotta be a number of like, you know, here in Wisconsin, we're really well known for, as we take a sip of bourbon here, uh, you know, brandy old fashions, fish fries and supper clubs. Right. And I got to imagine these truck stops that you're going to, there's gotta be some gems that have just like, the best pancakes you've ever had ever. And maybe it's because you're coming off the mountain <laughs> and you haven't eaten in days, 
but it could be like because they're actually really good. You could document a lot of the, you know, like, yeah. hey, this is my list of the hole in the walls that you gotta check out, you know, and here's why. This one's known for the cleanest bathroom. This one's known for the best pancakes. This one's known for the freaking the nicest lady in the world named Jen or whatever the hell, right? Yeah. No, I mean that could be I, cool. It's actually, a good idea. You're you definitely kind of find the cool places. We came out of the mountains in um, Idaho. And we had those two deer to get in the freezer. So we're like, oh, let's go get a good meal, right? We hadn't been in that long where we were like really craving it. But like, let's go celebrate you guys. One, my buddy shot a stomper. The other one shot his first meal deer. We're like, let's go celebrate. So we went to this place. The simplest appetizer ever. It was uh, roasted garlic and mushroom bruschetta. And like, we got two plates of it. Before we left, we went back and got two plates of it. And we all crave it to this day. (laughs) And like we all learned how to make it, but we simply asked her, like, "What's?" She's like, "It's easy: roasted yeah. garlic, some olive oil, some yeah. sauteed mushrooms." But like, so good. Oh, just basic but amazing. And it, it could have been a combination of things: the experience you were having, or you were on an all-time high because you uh-huh. just came back with two bucks, and you're tired because you packed all them dumb things down the ho- <laughs> down down the mountain, and you got a place to put them, and everything was looking great the stars aligned and everything was awesome and you sat down and had something simple and it was just it, it made it that that much better those yep. are the ones that stick with you though. yep i remember coming out of the boundary waters we didn't shower the whole time <laughs> and i think i jumped in some lake yeah you know it was just above freezing or whatever and it was cold soaked up a little bit which i don't think you're supposed to do there so i was like the, like environmentally friendly yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i was a little concerned about it it made me feel like Eh. and so it didn't really even clean you you know but it was just good to get your your ass in the water so to speak and you know let some stuff soak right and uh we got out of the out of the woods and we got you know back in the cell coverage my phone's going with everything right from a whole week of being out i'm like geez and then we finally get into whatever town minnesota the hell it was ely or something like that we go to some restaurant and we're like the biggest freaking burger i could get and i'm sure we stunk bad you know <laughs> they're like, used to it yeah there. They're they're used to it. but it was so i was like oh they don't judge God. your money spends the same yeah. so one thing that we did for i mean this is different though but like since you're home now there's a there's a youtuber i don't think he's still doing anything new or like current but back in like when we had done this like 2012 uh babblefish 5 i think was his youtube channel and he was like showing how to de- like cook your own meals so we made venison spaghetti venison chili so you dehydrated it? stew dehydrated on just a cookie trainer oven i want i live in an apartment i didn't have any like dehydrator i didn't have anything fancy so i did all three meals cooked them fresh dehydrate all of them in the oven like you know over 10 hours or whatever with a low temp <laughs> and it came out looking like is this really gonna work it looked like shit it was all dried up and burnt and weird i was like Fuh. Well, I didn't even test it. We I vacuum sealed it with uh, parchment paper because they say the guy said use parchment paper because you can use that to start your fire, yeah. kindling, or like a fire starter. Um, so we did, and and so we brought it up there. And the first night we got rained out bad. The whole entire first like stretch, then we got lost. We had to camp in not a camping spot. We had to set up tent wet in this weird grass. You uh, got stuck in a sleeping bag. It got that was a different <laughs> night. Hell of a trip. Um, Hell of a trip. But so then we we you know boiled water and uh we poured the stuff in boiled boiled it up on the on the butane you know whatever the hell it was little screw on fire thing yep and it came out as fresh as the day we cooked it and i was like probably should have tested this guys but 
we ate, we ate like kings the whole trip. I, I need mean, to do that. I mean, I spent it was a incredible, lot of money man. On, I, I, you buy the dehydrated meals. They're so yeah, expensive, a lot of and we were cheap. We were out of the college kid. Yeah. I was making twenty grand a well, year. I didn't have any money. To be honest, I mean, I yeah, I was kind of like banking money for this and like stocking up when I could and like getting trying to get ahead. But it was all venison. Thing. It was all like yeah. the stuff that like I. I need to do that. It was cool, but it was that. super effective and it was super tasty. I ate a lot of biscuits and gravy mountain house because it's like the cheapest, cheapest meal they have. And yeah. it's good. I really like it. But enough. Of, yeah. You have too much of it. And it's like yeah, so diversity. A lot of like, this is when I'm actually camping out and staying out. But yeah. um, in my, like I said, I, in my truck, I have all my cooking supplies, venison, wild game, stop the grocery store and be ready for two weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. Just to be then restock, but a lot of ramen, just some, did you get some chorizo for Cinco de Mayo? No. <laughs> it's pretty awesome you got that high-efficiency fridge, though, because that changes the game. Well, and freezer. So, <laughs> and freezer. Yeah, it's half and half. You can run it. You can run both as a freezer. You can run one as a freezer. It's it's pretty handy. Especially for that early elk, like September, oh, right? Like yeah. November, you're probably okay with, uh, you know, you're cool to run a little bit of ice. Probably yeah. Stays. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just nice not having to deal with ice. And then, yeah, I literally – I had a little bit of trouble at the end of the trip when I got to Colorado this year. Um, but – that's because it was still warm and it, I don't know. I had had a little bit of media chew, but I, I didn't really lose any. I just had to get it refrozen because my batteries are kind of like cooked. Uh, that's the one thing you like solar panel, right? Um, I can hook the shore power. I can plug in and then I have uh, the ability to charge that way. But uh, you're parked in a Canyon, limited sun, right? Crappy yeah. weather. We had we had smoke uh, from all the fires, so it wasn't really charging as it's well. Not a whole as it lot could. of solar gain on a PV panel when you uh, yeah. have smoke covering it up. Yeah, so I had a little bit of trouble there, but um, it's been doing good lately. And I I want to add uh, a charger off my alternator where it just driving down the road. It just charges that. Where that? What's that company? Goal Zero. Yep. Are they any good? You know, I don't know. I I, no I don't have anything from them. Um, just because it was more efficient for me to do just normal AGM batteries and, sure. and charge installed some what US. about lithium batteries. Would that be it? It'd be nice. Yeah. I know a brand. Yeah. Do they have stock though? That's the problem. No, all they, the don't. <laughs> they don't. Where most of the lithium ion batteries are made in China. And yeah. Yeah. What right Elon, Elon Musk said, you're better off mining for that shit right now. Yeah. Good luck. But no, it's, I'll, I'll let you know who it is in a minute. Yeah. When we're done. But uh, I have to ask, cause I'm just curious. Going back, to, I'm like now my brain's stuck in the boundary waters. Oh, I'm I'm actually going there beginning of June. <sighs> I'm so jealous. I love it. There. First trip, buddy <laughs> has guided up there and he's been trying to get me. Uh, cool. I've never been either. Are so you going out of Ely or fun. Grand Marais? Out of Ely. Yeah. When we launch, we launch out of Magnetic Lake, but there's like thousands of lakes yeah. up there, so who knows? Yeah, this is the Gunflint uh, Trail that we did. Okay, that's where thought that like Seagull Outfitters is up there. But I will say I'm normally pretty prepared. This one, he is. I'm just going along for the ride, cool. and yeah, I do, man. I'm filming, out. and I'm yeah. He's yeah. he's he's taking care of it. So I've done, a, I've done a number well, of trips up there, and I I don't usually bring like I don't like bringing coolers, ice, you know. That, so I never really bring like fresh meat with me. But I did a trip, <clears throat> and a couple that went with us brought venison brats. Oh, cool! I, it's one of those things that like I don't eat that kind of stuff when I'm there. Usually, it's all you know, house or stuff that's you know not not regular meat. We did some venison brats in a tortilla with baked beans, and it was like I still think about it. <laughs> I don't know. It was literally, the baked beans were on it. It was freaking beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. You come up with some concoctions and right? out there. You just well, do. And tortillas are more packable than bread. Is. Tortillas, peanut butter, and they candy last longer. Yeah, yeah. Hiker, I'm telling day. you, one of the cheapest no. meals is in your in your backpack, lightweight ramen, 
spam. They make the individual packets, some hot sauce. There you go. It's amazing. Amazing. I love it. My, my wife made some like curry out of ramen noodles the other day. It was delicious, actually. Uh, but so the question is, for your coffee, are you using a percolator or a French press French or press. what do you... It depends if I'm in the truck. If I'm living on the truck, I have a French press. I boil water in my jet boil. Yeah. French press it. That's okay. like my, and that's my favorite way to drink coffee. That's how I do it every morning here. Yeah. At the 100%. House. But I have a percolator for camping and I cannot help it. Every single time that thing starts to bubble, it's time for the percolator. <laughs> it's time, and then it goes this weird, crazy, I'm like, this matches the bubbles. The, it makes a lot of sense. Like, I don't know which came first, the song or the percolator, but they were made for each other. Uh, so we did a percolator and I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but it worked. It worked. It brewed the coffee tasted great. Dude, yeah. We always do co- uh, cowboy but I do coffee in the boundary waters. What is it? Cowboy coffee. Oh, we just get by the filter. The big filter. It's like the a mug. pour over. I don't yeah. do you drink yeah, you, it, but you chew it too. You put your, dude, the filter takes nothing wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, true cowboys like dump it in. Oh yeah. It's in there. Yeah. Yeah. I but filters works. I'm an instant guy in the mountains. Just pack two oh, packets instant of instant goes. per day. Instantly yeah. <laughs> shit. I'm pretty bougie with my yeah. coffee. Insta I do shit. I do the the bulletproof Dave bougie Asprey. Or I don't know, man. I put MCT oil, butter. Sounds I do more the, douchey. Yeah, I got a gooseneck thing that pour. I don't even know why this is my life. Are you talking I, about coffee? Yeah, man. I don't know what you. I, mean, I know you're not good at. Math, I will brew you guys a cup of my coffee one time, about? and you will you'll be like, holy shit! You put oil in your coffee. MCT medium that, chain triglyceride. It's a it's like a, a health benefit. It's like coconut oil, but extracted, so it's like better for your brain activity. And the next and time your you smile, you're gonna see straight to your asshole. Like people wonder how the fuck I do everything, and it's like my one buddy will not. We were in Idaho the first year we hunted, and he swears he got sick off MCT oil because he like you if you get you have too much, but you get what's called disaster pants. Well, yeah. Well, he was puking. He was puking his brain. Or AKA shit pants. Yeah. Like if I were to brew it for you guys, you'd have to start with a tablespoon. I do two tablespoons of it because I've, that's just how I I roll it every day. I don't know if he trained himself or not, but he kind of, it was, it was all of our first trip to get our feet wet out west. So we kind of had prepared. He's throwing MCT oil around. Yeah. He was, he was throwing that on his, throwing it it on his (laughs) stuff, but he got sick and what's, not funny See, about the story, but kind of funny about the story is he um, he was puking one night, and we're all kind of like, eh, Shane, are you all right? Yeah, yeah, just sick, whatever. Well, all of a sudden, we hear a mountain lion, like a growl slash no do way. whatever they do, right? And we knew there was a mountain lion in this whole valley. Like, Shane, was that a mountain lion? Like, do you need help out there? He's like, no, no, I, I threw a rock at it. It was like a hundred. <laughs> <it. laughs> problem solved. That well, mountain lion it's was on the prowl looking for yes. prey. And yes, heard, for sure. Sick in Shut your the- yes, so He said once he like, he had his headlamp and he turned his head up and it was like, I don't know, hundred yards away, just green eyes, just staring at him. And then after he threw the rock at it, that's when it made the bark. And we're like, that's when we kind of like came to. Like, I woke him out there. He's like, nah, nah, I'm all right. And he's just, he puked for another, like, hour. He said it came back to, like, another, like, 150 yards. You could see the light, head, the light, uh, <laughs> the eyes out there. And it never did anything. But talk about a sketchy situation. Holy crap. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. And man. three friends who didn't really have his back because we're all like, oh, it's kind of warm in this. <laughs> he's <house."> good. <laughs> <laughs> keep, throwing, like, keep throwing rocks, buddy. <laughs> and seriously, like, 100 yards sounds like, oh, you know, that's pretty far away. That How long does it take that, a mountain lion no, to cover 100 yards? Distance, no problem. Less than five that's seconds. That's, you're the, dead. that's the Jaguars, yeah. that question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, or the Panthers. What, what the fuck the team in, in the NFL? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think there's both. Yeah, they think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. There are. <laughs> Jeez. Florida. It's all Carolina. damn same. Mm-hmm. Well, how do folks find Free to Prowl? Tell them where to go. Tell them how to find you, support you, all that stuff. You can find a uh, YouTube channel. Just Google Free or search Free to Prowl. We'll be the ones that pop up uh, on Instagram, now on TikTok, uh, Facebook. And then if you just Google Free to Prowl, uh, the store will come up with the merch on it. Uh, I have some pretty you know, unique designs uh, out there, hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, whatever you guys are interested in. Um, but, yeah. That's uh, pretty much it. Just Google Free to Prowl. You can find turbos us. and design if you turkeys. See the Free to Prowl truck in a yeah. campground. Help them out. Man. <laughs> well, yeah. If you see us, I mean, if you see me, I'm I'll be bombing around Wisconsin the next uh, two like two months roughly till I go to Alaska. Like I said, I have a Boundary Waters trip. I have a fishing trip in Sturgeon Bay, and then, um, yeah, that's pretty much Alaska and straight into Good hunting. For you, man. So keep yeah. in touch. Yeah, I will for sure. Very cool. Busting nuts and killing bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's what we end on. All right, guys. See ya. We're out. Okay, new t-shirt for you. Have a great night. We'll be back. I forgot to mention next Wednesday. Wednesday. You should just preface this by saying earmuffs right at the beginning. Yeah, I'll do that.